Hello, welcome to No Borders, first episode, introducing our show. Today's episode includes the struggles of starting school and not being fluent in English, being ashamed of our culture when we were younger, and how being Mexican and being American shaped and affected our lives. Hi, I'm Leslie. And I'm Brian. And this is No Borders, a show about being Mexican and searching for an American identity. Let's get started. I hope you've had a good day, and if you haven't, don't worry, because I'm about to make it better. Anyways, let's talk about being Mexican-American. Okay. Well, I am Mexican-American. I was born here. I was too. Well, obviously, unless you wanted mom to zoom over after giving birth to me here in the U.S. and give birth to you in Mexico two minutes later. Ha ha ha, very funny. Our parents were born in Mexico, and they moved to the U.S. in 2007, about a month before Brian and I were born. Since my parents were born in Mexico, they are very fluent in Spanish. They aren't as comfortable speaking English, though they speak Spanish at home. Spanish was the first language I learned as a kid. It was all I ever heard at home and from relatives. I didn't speak or understand English. This obviously became an obstacle when I started to go to school. I understood nothing. I would literally just sit there like, Like, what is happening? I don't remember exactly when I learned English. I guess Mm -hmm. my English just progressed and got better over the years. I'm pretty sure I'm not fluent yet, though. Mm -hmm. There are still some words that I struggle with. Like, I would pronounce occur as occur. I would also pronounce chaos as chaos. He would also pronounce crooked, like the door is crooked, as crooked. So he would say, like, the door is crooked. Shh. No need to tell him everything. But on a brighter note, I am fully bilingual, and being bilingual is very helpful in life. Teaching me Spanish is probably the best gift my family has ever given me. Yeah, I remember how my whole life, up until that point, I'd only spoken Spanish. I'm pretty sure the only English I knew were my ABCs, which my older sister taught me. Which, by the way, my older sister had it a lot more difficult because she, nor my parents spoke English, so when she started pre-K, she knew no English. She didn't know what anybody was talking about. I at least had her to help me a little bit. But the biggest memory I have as a child was being embarrassed about my culture. It's a shame me to say it, but it's the truth. I have to own up to it. I was always envious of my classmates' simplicity in life. I was always jealous of little Susie with her two white parents who always went to church on Sundays and always had their little cookouts on the weekends. I was ashamed of my food, my traditions, and my family. I felt like I didn't fit in at all in this country, even though I was born here. I I didn't want my traditions to be so extravagant as they are today, which is dumb and stupid because I look, having such extravagant extravagant traditions is what, what is what makes my culture like the best culture in my opinion. Um, I always wanted to fit in, and in doing so, when I wanted to fit in. I would just lie. I lie about my culture, my identity, and just try to make friends, I guess, because I just 
I just wanted to fit in with the rest of my classmates who had like the American life and family. One day at I just remember one experience at school. It was in I was around fourth I was around nine years old in like fourth grade. And I had brought lunch to school because I didn't want to eat the school food. And I brought a torta, which is a Mexican style sandwich with like steak or grilled cheese. Grilled, not grilled cheese, grilled chicken, or it's just the lettuce, tomatoes, avocado. It's so delicious, it's so amazing. If you don't haven't tried one, definitely go try one. But I have brought a torta to school because I wanted a torta. And then this kid um, looks at me and says, "What is that?" And then I just say a sandwich because I didn't say like it was a torta. I didn't like explain to him like what it was. I didn't try to like teach him or anything. And then he goes, "Is that jam?" And what he was referring to as jam was refried beans, which are a common meal or side in Mexican culture. And when he said, is that jam? It sounded, to me as a nine-year-old, it sounded kind of like judgy. And I didn't want to explain to him like, oh, that's just what I eat like on a day-to-day basis. So I literally said, oh yeah, it's jam. Like like who puts jam in the, in the steak sandwich? Like, But I said jam because I wanted to fit in. And I wish I could just go back to that day and, like, teach him, like, oh, like, this is a torta. It's, like, a Mexican, like, food, very traditional. And I'm sure he would have understood, but because I just wanted to fit in so badly, I would just lie and lie. And I've obviously grown to love my culture. I love it so much. We have so many traditions, celebrations, and such a unique background. I wouldn't change it for anything. I just wish my 8-year-old self could have known that, you know? And my parents had to let go of so much, I didn't want to disappoint them by being embarrassed of them. I loved them to death, so I couldn't have done that to them, when all they were trying to do was provide us with everything we needed. And our parents' childhood was very different from ours. Like, if you were to compare me at 15 and my dad at 15, you'd find, like, zero similarities. Exactly. Our, my dad had dropped out of school at 6th grade and I was working to help support his family. He didn't grow up with a lot of money, so now he does everything he can to make sure that we don't suffer in the way that he did. I remember that one day in fourth grade, we were asked to create a family tree with a description of each family member. And I had asked my aunt to help me, and we put the info about my dad having to drop out. And everybody was shocked. I didn't really understand how why everybody was acting that way at that age, when, at, when I was uh, nine years old, because I thought it was no big deal. It wasn't until years later in six in not sixth grade, in middle school, that I realized that my dad had given so much at a young age. I was like, oh my God, he dropped out at sixth grade. And if you don't know, um, kindergarten to, to sixth grade in Mexico is elementary school. Sixth grade is included in elementary school. So he dropped out after he completed elementary school to help support his family, which he had to give up so much at such a young age. And it kind of like, it kind of shocked me and made me want to make sure that I make him proud because he's always done so much to help me. My mom was more luckier. She had a pretty wealthy family, but it was hard for her to leave and go from having so much to having so little and in a new country. She she sometimes misses her family, but she says that the experience helped her grow so much. Our parents have given up so much for the American dream, and I will forever be thankful for the opportunities that I have today because of them. Yeah, and we would sometimes face discrimination in public, 
not as often as it as it used to happen when I was a younger kid, but I remember I would always be ashamed when somebody like kind of gave me just you know that judgy look. Um, now if somebody gives me that look that they're like that just basically says like what are you doing here that you don't belong here, I ignore it because as a child I would always like look around seeing if anybody was noticing me and seeing if anybody was talking about me but now I just know that it's just close-minded people that don't know that this country was founded by immigrants and there are those people that are close-minded and there will always be those people that are close-minded but not everybody is always going to be the the villain you know one bad apple doesn't mean the whole batch is rotten yeah just because some people in America in the past and present have done bad choices relating to the topic of discrimination doesn't mean everything everybody in america is the same yeah well that's it i hope you enjoyed today's episode and didn't fall asleep listening to it <laughs> if you enjoyed it please follow us so that you know when the next episode is out see you next time